this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated for mature audiences and may contain adult language, adult situations, and frank safety discussions. The names and certain details have been changed to protect the safe and the unsafe. But believe me, every item in here is true. This is going to be a different type of episode today. On this show, we'll discuss some of what we deal with as safety professionals and how to manage those situations. Gaslighting, today on Safety Wars with Jim Pulzel. Today we're inspired by an article on BetterHelp.com by Mary Dean. What is gaslighting? A sneaky kind of emotional abuse. What is it? It's a psychological manipulation in which a person or a group covertly sows seeds of doubt in a targeted individual or group, making them question their own memory, perception, or judgment. A little bit of history here. Gaslight is a play written by Patrick Hamilton that was made into two movies, a 1940 version and a 1944 version starring Charles Boyer, Ingrid Bergman, and in her movie debut, an 18-year-old Angela Lansbury. She is also known for the TV show Murder, She Wrote. It won two Academy Awards. In short, this is a movie about a woman whose husband manipulates her into believing she is going insane. Over the last 60 years, the movie title has become a real psychological term and has made it into popular culture. Mary Deal lists six signs of gaslighting. Number one, denial to confuse you. In other words, the gaslighter, the perpetrator, is failing to admit the truth. Number two, they lie about you and to you. Number three, their actions do not line up with their words. Four, fake praise or appreciation is directed at you. Five, projection, accusing someone else of your own shortcomings. And number six, my favorite, good old-fashioned manipulation. One of my favorite stories is when I attended a class about two years ago. I was required to take this class on permit required confined spaces, among other things, for a project that was up and coming. Note that I have been teaching this particular section on permit required confined spaces for about 28 years. And to give you a little bit more background, one of my biggest clients paints pipelines and above ground storage tanks as a large part of their business. So this is an activity I'm familiar with. The instructor says, you need to follow the general industry standard for painting and starts to go on and on and on. I waited for the break and I tell him in private that painting is construction work and you need to follow the construction regulations. For management, it is markedly different than the general industry standards. For the worker, not so much, except for a couple of items. But we had a classroom of managers here and they really needed to know what the difference was in the requirements. We make our way over to the OSHA definition of construction work. And right out of the regulation, I read, construction work means work for construction, alteration, and or repair, including, get this, painting and decorating. He says to me, that's not what that means. You don't know what you're talking about, etc., etc., etc. I showed him the letters of interpretation, and he had never heard of letters of interpretation. He said, all of that is baloney. I know what I'm talking about. I'm the instructor. You are the student. What started out as a private conversation ended up with him getting real aggressive in front of the entire class with me, which by this time had been filtering back into the classroom after the break. Essentially, he was gaslighting me. This wasn't a simple disagreement between professionals, which happens all the time, no matter what your profession is. This was actual gaslighting because he'd been doing it 
the entire week of the class to me and multiple people. So now I had a decision. Either be silent and let him mislead the class further down a road that we didn't want to go down. In the past, I would have backed down. When faced with gaslighting, especially publicly, my default has become to call the person out on it. First privately, and then follow it up with management, if that doesn't get the results. So I got his boss on speakerphone. I explained the situation, and his boss thanked me and agreed with me and fixed the situation. This is not the first time anything like this has happened to us in the safety industry. It usually comes from managers who are not safety professionals. And we all have stories on this. The question is this, what do we do about it? I try to deal with the person directly and resolve our differences. If that doesn't work, and I'm going to tell you, it doesn't usually work. You've got to follow it up in the chain of command. Usually those who are gaslighters are also psychopaths, and one of the attributes of those folks is to play the victim and try to turn things around and say that you're the perpetrator. So you need to be very careful. And by the way, this is extremely time sensitive. You may not be able to do anything about this type of toxic person or work environment, and you need to decide what's best for you and your situation. As always, if you have been a victim of this behavior, it might be helpful to overcome it with counseling and maybe developing strategies to deal with these situations that do not reflect badly on you. Remember, they're often masters of argument and they are looking for an argument with you to make you look bad. I know of one case where a worker actually committed suicide because of this behavior. If you need help, please seek it. Dealing with gaslighters, that is a battle we must all face in the safety war. For Safety Wars, this is Jim Polzel. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.